0: Hey, this is your name, your name,
1: your name. And, uh, they say it ain't easy. He's green. Gang green has gen- their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no brake, The great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. Whoa. We're talking about the process at which we do things. To I'm not gonna lie to you. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your
2: foot on the pedal.
0: There's no way I'm not gonna have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey,
2: on this run! Own this run! The
0: New York Jets. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're gonna
1: win next Sunday. Hey, what's up, Jets shot, oh, hi, Guys, Mike White cleared. The playoff miracle this weekend. Dolphins lose, Raiders lose, Pats lose. Guys all across the board, all these losses. I think hoping the Chargers also lose. It's almost asking for too much. But we'll hope for it anyway. Maybe the Colts can go ahead and pull a W out, guys. We got four different Pro Bowlers that got announced after our show last week and a few alternates there as well. But we would be remiss if what we didn't leave this show off with was the situation with Zach Wilson. I guess, from the way he played in that game, Mike, subsequently after that game, I should say during the game getting benched for Streveler, after that game, I think he handled it well. But, I mean, he has some comments from his mom, toxic fan base, this and that. The next day you hear from Jay Glazer, the Jets are moving on from Zach Wilson. Most reports uh, next year, I think most Jet fans... Maybe we're leaning that way anyway. I don't think a lot of us envisioned him as he has the starter next year just considering how this year's played out. but I thought he might be on the squad still just considering yeah. the draft more you know the draft value they used to get him. but what a situation here with Zach I mean guys to be honest, he's been the main topic of conversation on this show like any football podcast would be the quarterback is kind of the main topic most times on this show specifically we've talked about Zach for two years two years you've been talking about him and it yeah. kind of seems like his time as a jet quarterback has come to an end mike we're going to get into the game we'll get into how bad he played we'll get into strevler everything about zach wilson in a moment but michael do you think zach wilson barring injury in these last couple games those other passes the new york jet uh
2: i would suggest that um we've seen the last of zach wilson as the starting quarterback for the new york jets there could be a situation that they try to salvage this situation, um, but I don't. I don't see it. The fan base—it's toxic. We've lost all trust in Zach Wilson. He every time he takes a step forward, he takes two steps back. There's nothing that you can build off Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's first game against the Carolina Panthers—he was a better quarterback in that first game than he was that we saw in his last game. How can we say something like that after 22 starts? How can we? have a young man who doesn't take accountability how could any the franchise trust in someone who just doesn't continue to progress in his growth and um it's unfortunate look very talented arm we all know that that's why he was drafted but can he operate an offense can he make the easy things look easy can he just play in the nfl at a basic level the answer is no and i think um unfortunately we lost these two last two games but i feel like it was necessary sam i haven't spoke to you about any of this and i've talked to keith in in texts and calls but i would like to get your perspective because i felt even though this hurt our playoff chances i feel like what happened on thursday night in front of the world it hurt us you know i was angry we were angry but it was necessary because now there isn't a contingent a number of jet fans the media people in the organization that believe let's let's see what's going on with this kid we all know now it's over and i feel like that had to happen in a dramatic fashion for us to just pivot and move on what are your thoughts
0: yeah i thought it was um i thought you saw everything you needed to see right the number one and two pick at the same point in their careers One looks really good, seamless, he's operating the offense, and even despite the weather, was able to move the football, score touchdowns, and on the other side, you saw a guy, and not many people know this, and me and Keith were there. That drive that Zach Wilson has pulled, I saw a bunch of reports like, oh, they just pulled him for Stravler." That's not what happened. Mm -hmm. Zach Wilson came out onto the field, was stretching, and the crowd went ballistic. Just started booing, they took a TV timeout, and next thing you know, Stravler's in. So they were planning to keep Zach in the game and the fan reaction sort of forced the coaching staff to make that change. Um, and I think like, I think you nailed it there. I don't think you'll see him put on that uniform and throw passes barring any injury. Um, I think you've seen everything you need to, I don't necessarily think he'll be a bad quarterback forever, but he's not going to play for the New York jets. Uh, it became clear that he cannot run the offense efficiently. Um, And when everyone else can do it, and Strebler comes in and gives you 150 yards in a quarter and change, um, and Zach Wilson had three quarters and couldn't do anything, um, the practice squad guy coming in to run it better is telling, right? It tells you that Joe Douglas has done a phenomenal job building that team, and building all the talent around the team, and that it's clear that the quarterback is the position that we need to address. And thankfully, we've got something with Mike White, um, and we can sort of see where he goes the next two weeks. But I think Zach Wilson's done, man. And I think it's obvious to everybody who watched that game Thursday that he just can't do what he needs to do in an NFL offense.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That previous game versus the Lions, I and I mentioned this to Sammy, I mentioned this to Mike and some of my buddies, um, some of these fantasy football writers, this week heading into this Jaguar game, mentioning Zach Wilson as a sleeper because versus the Lions, he threw for 315 and had two touchdowns, where every single Jets fan watched that game and was like, yeah, you could have had five interceptions in that game. I mean, those two touchdowns were through the grace of God. Like, I don't know what anyone could have watched in that Lion game and thought anything positive. Then you head into this game, and I don't remember a time in the stadium, maybe stretching back to, there's been boos, don't get me wrong, the team has been booed as a whole for stinking plenty of times the past decade, but an individual quarterback in his situation, Sam Donald never got booed like this. Never got booed like this. Mark Sanchez never got booed like this. Um, I don't remember a quarterback on the field at a home game, our quarterback getting booed like this, maybe since Brett Favre. You know, kind of seemed like he gave up on us. And, and Jet fans could sniff that out. We sniffed that shit out. And it didn't seem like Zach was competing in that game. Real quick, the fans got on his case because he was horrible. And like Sammy said, he was getting booed. There was Shred Mike. There was Streveler chance at the end of the first quarter, which happens. Mike, that's a byproduct we know of the backup. The the, the starter's playing bad. People root for the backup a lot. I get it. No one is under any impression that Streveler is some great quarterback. But like Sammy said, the crowd's going crazy for him. In that third quarter, when they brought Zach out a bad drive, they brought him back out again. Like Sammy said, there was a level of booze down the weather was bad. But it was it was eighty thousand, not eighty thousand. I bet there's only only sixty thousand people there that night. But Mike, the whole stadium booed booed this kid out of the building, and you saw Strebler come in, and it was like Stone Cold Steve Austin. The glass just broke, and Stone Cold's coming out.
2: Yeah, that's
1: crazy. <laughs> everybody went for a fourth string practice squad quarterback, right? And in that game, even though Strebler is not a normal, typical NFL quarterback, I don't think he's going to be some great player. Like Sammy said, he's 10 for 15, 90 yards passing. Zach had 92 the whole day. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And he had a big three or four more attempts. And then Chevrolet also ran the ball for 56 yards. They were able to actually move the ball get some first downs. I mean, it just seemed like somebody that was defeated before the game even started. Then the fans got on his case, and he was done. And if that is your... If that is your mental makeup, if that's the level of fortitude you have inside of you as an individual's athlete in this city, you're not cut out to work here. You're not cut out right. to play here. You're not cut out to operate in New York. If when you're down and then you stink, you get booed and you double down on stinking, you're even worse. You 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 can't you can't get out of your own head. You're not going to play in New York. And to Zach's mom, it's not that the New York fan base is toxic. Now she got kind of trolled into that statement she made right the statement that was sent to her it was a little it was a troll statement because the beginning of it did seem sincere and then it turned into a trolling at the end that's a mother defending her son i'm not gonna when leah mike first spoke about it i was a little bit out of shape about it but i could see her thinking the jet fan base is toxic because we've been destroying zach wilson for three weeks but i would counter with this i think we've been pretty patient with zach if we're going to be real He had nine interceptions in his first five games, right, guys? I mean, that's how he started his career out last year. I know he did okay as the year went on, but you look at last season, guys, nine TDs, 11 interceptions. Pretty underwhelming season. This year, six TDs, seven interceptions. You know, last year he averaged about 179 yards passing a game. This year, 187 yards passing a game. Last year, the QB rating is a 69. This year, it's a 62. Last year, his completion percentage, 55.6. This year, 54.5. He's getting worse. So, like Mike mentioned this to you, he looked better in the Carolina game, probably, than the past two games. You know, he's the number two pick. I know he faltered last year, but I mean seven games last year with no touchdowns, guys. We just got to be real. Five with no touchdowns. That's 12 games out of 22 that he started. He didn't throw a touchdown. All right, nobody's saying Mike White's the end-all, be-all, greatest player of all time. But on the flip side, at least he gives you a competitive chance. And, you know, it does. it is kind of sad this is the end of the Zach Wilson era. But I think as opposed to the scenario we had with Darnold or Mike, say, the very end of the Sanchez era when he got hurt and we had drafted Gino and Gino had to play. I think this Jets team, Mike, and this Jets roster is in a much better place moving forward because we're pretty much set up at most places aside from the quarterback position. So I don't think this is... I mean, you never want to whiff on the number two pick, Mike. But this isn't as impactful as it could have been to us in the past, just considering how well we've done in all the other facets of the the roster.
2: Yeah, Joe Joe Douglas is going to stick around, obviously, because he hit a home run in the draft. I mean, he drafted... The offensive and defensive play of the year, most likely. And uh Brees Hall, if he hadn't gotten hurt, would have probably been the offensive player of the year. So I mean, he he really did a home run as far as um the draft and he's not gonna be going anywhere, obviously. But um now he's gonna have to find us a quarterback. Um, look, we all were enamored by Zach Wilson and his talent, his arm talent. You know, sometimes can you figure out if the guy's gonna figure it out or not? It, every quarterback is different. Every human is different, right? And unfortunately, Zach didn't, you know, work out. So the GM isn't going anywhere. He's done a great job with the with the roster. The roster is competing for a playoff spot without, you know, diving in deep to the financials. We're paying like a Debo Samuel or a Tyreek Hill or a Bradley Chubb or Von Miller. We haven't done that. We're we're basically the youngest squad in the league with a bunch of awesome young rookies. Um, competing for a playoff spot with a terrible quarterback situation. So the fact that this team makes the playoffs, if they were to be able to do such a thing, makes us that much more attractive in the offseason. And Joe Douglas is going to need that because he's going to have to get a quarterback in here unless unless our boy, Mr. Mike White, Mr. Mike White,
0: who's cleared
2: today okay by the doctors to play on sunday versus the seattle seahawks now ladies and gentlemen i didn't think the jets had a chance in the playoffs okay i thought after losing to the jacksonville jaguars it was a wrap but the but somehow everything just played right into our hands the patriots stevenson fumbling in the fourth quarter i mean the dolphins Tua tua to a on that television.
1: Mike, your boy! Oh you're
2: Scrubville. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing on Sunday, and the everything has opened for the New York Jets. Mike White goes into Seattle against our boy Gino. S- against Jamal laid up, you know what I'm saying? And takes a dub heading into Miami first thing you and I already kind of talked I I might be in Miami I might be there okay because
1: takes out AABG might be good
2: okay? yeah and and here's the thing Keith if Mike White takes us to the playoffs ladies and gentlemen this is our quarterback in 2023 there is no Jimmy Garoppolo there is no Favre and I mean if Favre listen to me Aaron Rodgers or anybody like that it will be Mike White yep. okay and that's why I got this song playing right now it's your moment son it's your moment now, today. It's
0: you.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's time. If Mike White comes in here, Mike, you know, almost like a an elongated version of the Willis Reed coming back in Game Seven, just comes off the pine, gets a couple dubs, and it does shake out for us with the pass taking and out, and we make the playoffs somehow. And it looks like right now it would be matched up with the Bills. Probably the Bills or the Chiefs, whoever gets that number two seed. Mike, I mean, the legend that would grow. The, the level of reverence Jet fans would have, but it's almost like we rejected Zach Wilson, but we accepted Mike White as Jet fans. That's right. Right? Because we saw the potential. And you saw these direct comparisons between these two quarterbacks, small scale last year, a little bit more this year, where Mike Wilson's been I Mike White's been so much more productive. It seems like all our, our skill position players play much better with him out there. Uh, I think Mike if he comes in and gets these two dubs, I think there's a good chance that they bring in someone to compete with him next year maybe maybe, maybe this is hyperbole maybe we sound crazy um, but i think either way they'll bring in someone to compete with mike white i think mike white has shown you and his his career qb ratings about 85 right now it's not, not the greatest you've ever heard right but i think he showed you if someone can come in and play at a competent level and you have playmakers you just need to get the playmakers the ball right And zach wilson doesn't do that he doesn't put our, our receivers in advantageous positions to make a play where Mike White gives the ball to Garrett Wilson in stride, doesn't break stride, catches the ball, looks upfield, he can get 10 more yards. He's not adjusting back to catch a ball. He's not a ball that overthrown. He's not coming back in like like the Jeff Smith touchdown uh, pass, Mike, which should have been a touchdown. And we saw the replay and Zach just didn't even see him until it was too late and he had to adjust and make a play. I mean, Mike White gives us a better chance to win, and you look at his staff. Now, 18 these 10 interceptions for Mike White in his career. Mike, is not a world beater. Four of those ints versus the Bills. A lot of those ones last year were kind of tough. Balls batted down, um, deflections, stuff like that. But in the five, now, last year, Mike, he played one quarter in that Colt game. And he played two quarters in the Patriot game. So yeah. Mike White's only played five full games in his whole career. As of this conversation right now, in those five full games, he averages 321 yards passing now, five games is just five games, but after three or four games, people are anointing, what, um, Purdy from the Niners is going to be in the Hall of Fame, right, Mike? Right. So we're, we're allowed to get excited about Mike White after a small sample size. And you just look at the way he's been able to move the offense this year. I know they came up short versus the Vikings. Um, I know he had a couple losses there, but I know Seattle's defense is atrocious, right? So... Uh, when we went against the Jaguars, we knew their defense wasn't good. The conditions didn't help. We should mention that. I was there. and Sammy was there. MetLife was insane. But it didn't really bother Trevor Lawrence too much, Mike. I mean, he, he managed to throw the ball pretty well. Um, but I think heading into Seattle with Mike White as a cue, I think there's a new Jet fans are invigorated, Mike. There's oh, yeah. a new hope. All our chats, all our buddies, when the, the Dolphins are losing, the Pats are losing, the Raiders are losing, all these things are just breaking for us. I'm at Applebee's having Christmas dinner with the fam with the Packer game on, screaming, going nuts for the Packers, man. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is hoping they can – me and you were texting back and forth the whole time, pretty much every single play, um, hoping the Dolphins take it out, and they did. Yeah. So it's kind of lined – it's opened up for us here, Jet fans. Now, this is circa, if you remember, 2009, end of the year. We lose to the Falcons. We think it's a wrap. It's a wrap for us. Five interceptions for Sanchez. Our playoff hopes are done. We needed a bunch of things to happen, and they all did. Okay, So, I mean, we deserve some good luck. It's been 11 years since we've been in the playoffs. The year we went 10-6, and we had some bad luck that year, too. This Seattle game, Mike, this Seattle defense is not that good. When you look at the defense itself, 29th in the NFL. Mike, they're 31st against the run. I know our run game has not been working well, but even against the pass, I mean, they're middle of the pack against the pass. They're a little bit better, but I think it has a lot to do with the fact that teams can just run the ball all over them. On the flip side, I'm going to get into Mike White and that matchup in a second. I mean, Geno Smith. Geno Smith's someone that, when he left the Jets, he's one of the rare guys. I mean, I don't really have ill will for most people that lead the squad. Besides Jamal Adams because of the way he left. I was hoping Geno would do well somewhere else. Geno always seemed like a good guy. Got punched in the face. You know, he had some bad breaks here. Let's be real. He had some unbelievable breaks. Who get punched in the face? by a player on their team gets their draw. I mean... Things happen here to Gino that you don't see a lot. Um, you know, the one year with the Giants, he replaces Eli. He gets vilified for that. He didn't start himself. You know, he plays the one year with the Chargers. He's sitting there as a backup for Seattle. His story is tremendous. How uh, How he's played this year, Mike. Eighth in passing yards for Gino, Fourth in total touchdowns with 27 passing touchdowns. Unbelievable. However, that's coming to an end. Versus <laughs> the Jets this game this weekend, Mike. Because this team, now that they know they have a chance... Mike, this defense already plays motivated always. Still number three in the league, right? They don't need a reason, but this team looks different. I think the locker room with the vibe with Mike White out there feels different. Jet fans feel confident. I know a lot of our Jet fan friends with Mike White in there feel like, look, one of these last two games, he would have won if he was quarterback, right? And him in there versus Seattle gives me such a, just a better, um, so much more optimism than if they had to stroll Zach back out there or Streffler back out there, Mike. Um, The Seattle defense can be had. I know they talk about the 12th man, all this nonsense out there in Seattle. I'm not really too worried about that with Mike White. I'm excited. I'm stoked. I think that they're going to go out and win this game in Seattle.
2: I think they're definitely going to win this game. I think they're going to really beat them pretty badly, too, because I don't really think Geno's that great of a quarterback. I mean, I think he's done really well with everything, but I'm looking at the team, and lately they have just kind of looking like more of what they are. And I know how good this defense is. I I know three in a row. Yep. Yeah. And and this defense is real, man. I mean, I I our cornerbacks are unbelievable and we are one of the few teams that can get after the quarterback with just rushing our four front four. Yep. And I think that type of pressure with the secondary coverage, I think we're going to cause Geno Fitz. There's nobody except for DK Matt, Metcalf you really have to worry about on that offense to be honest with you. And so, I definitely think that we have a really good shot in winning this game and their defense really isn't that great so um i think we're going to win and we're going to win really well um really convincingly um coming up so uh, all we needed to hear was that mike white's ribs were cleared because even up against the jaguars you heard me i i was like we're taking an l and 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 you can tell like you know You hear our running backs suck. We're not doing good. Our offensive line is hurting. Do you do you guys understand that when you have a scrub quarterback, the defense puts together a plan for that scrub? You know, isn't it funny how Zach Wilson was super scrub against the Patriots, and then after that, he was just scrub pretty much after out because Belichick knew exactly what to do against Zach Wilson. He said, "Leg, let him beat us, man. You know, stack the box. Don't let him run the ball."
1: Yeah, I think what Mike's saying here, guys. And we'll Mike oh, maybe not. Is that uh, when it comes to Zach, the game plan is just to stack the box because teams aren't worried about him passing the ball. They're asking him to pass the ball. They want him to pass the ball because they know when he does, he's mistake prone. You know, that, they show you that versus the Lions where we got lucky with a bunch of passes and not, you know, then receivers made a bunch of good plays and when zach wilson's in there the run game of course it's going to suffer because they're not worried about him you know with mike white and his, how, how at least how accurate he is um you have to respect the passing game and like i said he's averaging 320 yards per game passing Mike, continue you chunk out there for a second about that do, mike? my
2: uh my 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 connection went bad yeah and so when you have the threat of mike white the defense has to step back a little bit. Hey, we can't stack the box. Hey, and all of a sudden, look, the running game is better. Look, the offensive line is, pass, is is blocking better. A lot of it is all predicated around the threat of the quarterback. And so I definitely think this offensive line is going to look better on Sunday. I think Zonovan Knight and Michael Carter should get it going um, more. And I think that this offense is going to be more productive and overall the team will be more productive the, the problem with the new york jets in 2022 is that zach wilson stinks that is the problem the main problem not michael floor i know many of you aren't really happy with him yeah. if the quarterback is decent everybody else is going to look pretty better than what they look like so Let's see what, what uh, what's going on on Sunday. My, I think Mike White is good enough and uh, capable enough to go in there and take a W.
1: Yeah, me too. And I think that's how it's going to shake out, man. We're coming here. Like I said, Mike, I think this is probably the end of the Zach Wilson era as a Jet. 22 starts for him. I meant to finish this off when we spoke about Jack earlier, Michael. Um, eight, for four, 8 and 14 was his record. 55% completion percentage. 15 touchdowns, 18 interceptions. He was sacked 67 times for a 70 quarterback rating. I don't know what else you need. If you want to have some comparison there, Michael, um, Sam Darnold, QB rating was a 78. He has 58 touchdowns in his career, 52 interceptions. Mark Sanchez career rating is a 73 over 79 games, 86 touchdowns for him, 89 interceptions. So those guys are comparable, but of all the guys we've taken, Zach's been by far the worst. And I think the defense, and Mike mentioned this a moment ago, the pressure the defense being able to get, why it's so hard to pass the ball. And also right now the Jets are sitting at eighth in the NFL in total sacks with 40 sacks, even though maybe 90% of the time we're just rushing four guys. So I think we're gonna, it's going to be a long night for Seattle. Mike, they might have – um i mean metcalf obviously mike is their main weapon i think when it comes to the rushing game walker's not that bad they didn't really start running him maybe until the sixth or seventh game of the year full-time and he does have 800 yards so i mean he's, he's a pretty good rookie nine touchdowns for him Pete Carroll, we know if he could, would lean on the run game all day. That's what he likes to do. Um, I think Walker's pretty good. We know Metcalf's their main weapon. Lockett, Mike. Lockett's a guy I'd love to have in the Jets. Lockett, Mike. I think he's a good possession receiver. Don't know, don't know necessarily how much you, you're worried about him when you're game planning for a game, but almost as many yards this year as Metcalf and two more touchdowns. So, um, they, But after that, like Mike said, I mean, Lockett's not someone you're necessarily worried about. He's just a really good talented receiver um Foss, the third leading receiver I think he has about 400 yards not a lot of other guys are really getting the ball on the defensive side of the ball and Wosu nine sacks for them I know Daryl Taylor off the edge there six sacks they have an okay defensive line Mike they're okay against the pass but I think it's because people just rush the ball on them all day that's pretty much how teams have attacked them Jordan Brooks number two in the NFL tackles too they have some playmakers on defense but collectively don't play well as a defense And I think we've seen here with Mike White against the Bills. I know, you know, we didn't come away with a W in that game. I thought he was decently efficient in that game. In all three games he started this year, he operates the offense at a much higher level than Zach Wilson. So I think they have a bad matchup offensively against our defense, Seattle. And I think when we have Mike White out there with our playmakers, it's a bad matchup for their defense as well. So I normally don't do this, but Mike, I agree. I think it's going to be, I think we're going out there invigorated. I think they're going to smack this team around. I mean, they gave up almost 400 yards of offense. Seattle. I mean, this this is not a this is not a same record as us. Don't get me wrong. But they're going in an opposite direction. And the Jets, Jets have lost plenty of games in the last five or six games. There's a lot of circumstances surrounding that. You know, Zach Wilson, you know, injury to Mike White in that game versus the Bills, or who knows the ball to to that we threw to Barrios there versus the Vikings and catched it. That game's over. If he if we puts Mike White in at halftime of that second Patriot game, Mike, that's a W. So. There's games that slip through the cracks here. I think we're trending in a different direction than this Seahawks team, though, going into yeah. this game. Even though we've lost a couple, don't get me wrong, I know it sounds crazy, but with Mike White in there, I think we're trending in a positive way, as opposed to the Seahawks, I think they're going the opposite direction.
2: Jet fans who know, this feels like 2009 to me. We went against Atlanta, lost, I remember we were, I think Rex Ryan went out there, and like, alright, the playoffs are over, and then all the right things just happened and then we played the Bengals and just destroyed them and then got into the playoffs and there it goes and this team this team is some a team that nobody wants to face no one you could say whatever you want to say about this team you have cor- you got the corners we have you got the defensive line that we have that's the threat that's the issue with the jets that is a problem for teams when they're running when they're cooking if if you're not built to to play against a defense like that, like the Buffalo Bills, the Buffalo Billsers, I know they're probably just worried about hey, we want to wrap up the number one seed, but they play up against the Bengals on Sunday. Don't l, don't l, son, because I know you know if somehow things go well this Sunday, and somehow we sneak in by the grace of goodness, we sneak in and we got to go back up to Buffalo. There's nothing more than every single Jet fan wants to go up there and see y'all. But that's that's for another maybe potential. I I think
1: every Jet fan's on the same page as you 100%. I think that what before this year was a very nerve-wracking game, now you have confidence. We beat the the Bills with Zach Wilson at quarterback.
2: I know. I don't even want to get into that. I don't even want to get into it. But I do not fear. I want Buffalo. I want them. I want them. You know what I'm saying? I want them. But anyway. Anyway. Yeah,
1: you know what? I want to get to two more. One more other thing, Mike, about um gino before this year he had 34 tds 37 interceptions and this year 27 tds 9 interceptions so what an anomaly of a season for gino but you were mentioning just now um you know how we have the tremendous play from the secondary from the defensive line we're one of the only teams in the league here i don't remember the last time the jets did this where we have a pro bowler now we have four pro bowlers here q made the pro bowl as we were hoping he would as he deserves to He's a complete beast this year. Probably the best defensive tackle in the league. We know Sauce made the Pro Bowl. Okay, guys? And the most, let's see, the most passes defended of any player, any any cornerback in the entire league. But, Michael, C.J. Mosley also made the Pro Bowl, which gives us a Pro Bowler at every level of the defense. You don't see that very often there. We have a guy in the line. We have the middle linebacker. And we have a cornerback all in the Pro Bowl, which is tremendous. Yeah. Um, a couple couple alternates. Barry I'm not sure how he made it as an alternate. Mike. I think he's been... I think he's been pretty bad, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, yeah, um, This yeah. year, oh, what have we got here? Oh, yeah, White and Strebler, McLeanmakers. Yeah, you know what? Last game, um, I meant to mention one other thing. That that reminded me of it. He's talking about White and Strebler. Yep, yep. And he's 100% correct. I mean, I can't disagree with that at all. But Jordan Whitehead, last game. Tremendous game for him. I um, mean, played really well. I wanted to throw that in there, Mike. But when our portable alternate to Mike, Garrett Wilson is an alternate. Is Is he? Think- yeah, he made it Pro Bowl Alternate. I don't I don't think oh, he's Pro Bowl sh- level. Mike, there's guys AFC receivers above him, so I, I don't think he was a pro bowler his first year. Um, but I could see that and then DJ Reed, another Pro Bowl alternate. But I think DJ Reed kind of got robbed because Mike, if you look at his coverage stats on PFF and where he ranks, and then you look at the fact that he, only four other corners have more tackles than this dude, he has 75 tackles. Now, as we watch the he's put some hits on dudes. And he's a corner laying dudes, you know. So you don't see that a lot, man. GPA Reed just to me, he does it all. He should have made it over Xavier Howard. What'd you say, Mike? I'm sorry.
2: He should have made it over Xavier Howard.
1: I think so. I mean, I mean, you look at the stats. I mean, he's in when it comes to coverage stats, he's up there in the top of the NFL. And then you look at the he also's tackling everybody. I mean, Sauce is a pretty good tackler, too, but 75 total tackles here for our boy Justin Hardy is the fourth guy Mike that made us especially he's been great on special teams all year but mostly, man I'm happy he made it because those first two years we didn't really get to see much of him last year he played great Mike this year really only a second year with the Jets if you think about it, only a second year he's actually played 142 tackles for him he's been awesome 12 sacks for our boy Quinn and tearing up we love that um and then the last thing to talk about is the actual odds here now Mike when I looked at it it says a chance for us. Now, even though it says 14%, it feels like a lot stronger percentage chance for us. You know, I think when they do the math, because the Patriots have the two wins above us, that kind of lowers our percentage. But when you look at the schedule, what's not being put into these odds is who these teams are playing. Right now, we know that the Patriots are playing Dolphins and they're playing the Bills. Dolphins need this game the worst. And the Bills need this game for number one seeding.
2: That's right. So I
1: don't know. I, I think we have better odds Then the Patriots, and you look at the Dolphins. They're at sixty-seven percent. All they have to do is win their games, and they're in. They're in a good spot. But you look at who the teams are playing, Mike. We have Seattle and Miami. The Patriots have Miami, then Buffalo, and the Dolphins have Patriots and the Jets. Yeah, I don't know. We're we're kind of in 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 a in a prime position here. It's kind of crazy. But just in case you you lived under a rock, guys, if New England loses either of these last two games, and we win both of these last two games, we're in the playoffs.
2: That's right. And, that's and, and 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 I think that it's going to come down to Miami Jets. We're going to get flexed into the Sunday night game. So it'll be Sunday night for the world to see. And, um, you know, I love when it's Miami and Jets in prime time. You remember the last time the two teams were good and played in prime time? You remember that? A no, long time ago. A long time ago. Miracle. Oh, Jumbo that, Elliott.
1: The, is that the last time?
2: That's so the last time that both teams were this good playing on primetime, brother. Yo, That
1: game, it was 20-0, and my dad was like pissed and went to sleep. And I had to get up. I guess, well, it must have been 20 years old. I had to get up for my job construction. I was working Staten Island, and I live in Westchester. <laughs> Anyone from the five boroughs in the New York area knows that's a hike right there, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not I'm not going to bed. I'm staying up. And I had to wake them up when they tied together. My like, dad, they're going to overtime right now. He was like, what are you talking about? That was, that was a good, before that Brown game, the beginning of this year, that's the last time I can remember just completely being like, it's a wrap. And then we took a dub, you know, those games come few and far between, but we do tend to step it up when we play Miami. The first time we played them, we know they were banged up Tua didn't play. I totally get it. Um, the defenses that Miami has been going up against the last three weeks, Tua has been okay, played like pretty bad versus the Packers. We're better than all those defenses. Oh, yeah. We're going to present him with more problems oh, if we are lucky enough to be in a position that last week to to play them for a playoff chance. We're going to present him with a lot more problems defensively than most teams do. That's how I look at it, at least. Our corners match up well with their receivers. Our defensive line is a problem. So we'll see what happens in that game, man. Like, all these teams I've tried to blitz to at the beginning of the year because it worked and then it didn't work. We don't do that. We're we not, not blitz. We're going to sit back and chill. We're going to make you be a quarterback against the Jets and see what oh,
2: happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that, I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait cuz I know Tua is a scrub. I know it. He's a one read scrub, son. I know. And it was all there was so much out there about Tua. and the 49ers exposed him and every other defensive coordinator knows this guy is a one read option guy. He doesn't know how to read defenses. And what do you think is going to happen against Sauce and DJ Reed and Sala? What do you think's going to happen? I'm I'm anyway, right now we got to be focused on Seattle. I got, yeah. My my mind goes everywhere. Seattle Sunday, Mike White's ready. I'm super excited, Keith. I'm I, I, the see I just can't believe that this all happened, and I'm just so motivated uh, to watch on Sunday. And let's go, let's yeah, go, Jets. I mean, it's
1: like one of those. It's like watching a big fight, a UFC fighter, a boxing match, and it's like halfway through, and someone's just getting their ass whooped, and then all of a sudden they show a little bit of life, and you're like, oh, Do we have a chance here? Is there a chance? This guy could take a W, and in this scenario, Jet fans, we have a chance. We still have a heartbeat here in this 2022 season. It's been a long time, like I said, since we've had anything fortuitous break in our favor as Jet fans, as a team, as a fan base. And it happened this weekend. A whole bunch of good things happened for us. Now the, now we kind of have the balls back in our court here, as we know. Just go out, take care of business versus Seattle. Hope the, the, the in New England loses one of these next two games. And, you know, you've got to put your best foot forward. Mike White's going to be out there. I'm stoked. I think we're going to win. I know Sammy. I'm sorry. I should have mentioned this earlier. Sammy's at the in-laws right now, Mike. He snuck out as, as for a few minutes. did the best he could. Um, the young buck. He thinks we're going to take a win. Wookie's at work right now. He thinks we're going to take a win. Jet, Jet Nation's hyped. Jet Nation's hyped right now. You know, I can't wait. But we'll be here to talk about it next week, guys. Hopefully a big W. Hopefully coming off a of big W previewed a big game versus the Dolphins. Michael chant. Me and Michael will be out there. We'll see, how, we'll see what happens with that. I'm think it's kind of crazy out here on the East Coast. with travel right now, but we'll see Michael. I think that's all we got for everyone today, right?
2: Yeah, man. I right,
1: now, Mike. If anyone wants to get out to support AEBG in any way, shape, or form, how can they do that?
2: On Facebook, we're at AEBG.JetsRadio. On Twitter, we're at AEBG underscore NYJ Podcast. And on Instagram, we're at Jet.AEBG.
1: You heard the man on behalf of the biggest jet Thin in the state of Texas, Michael Agaris. On behalf of the number one high school football coach in the nation today, Sammy O'Hare. My name's Keith Farrell. Good you next week, everybody. Peace out. Gang Green have their man. Jets got themselves a great Robert Sala. Robert Sala. Talk about all gas, no break, the great one. We're not talking about effort on the field. We're talking about the process at which we do things. Lie. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Keep your foot on the pile. Face, 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 There's
0: no way I'm not going to have enthusiasm on the sideline. Hey,
2: own this run! own this run. The
0: New York Jets. We beat anybody in the world, and I think we're going to win next Sunday.